Hey everyone, welcome back to Cora Tattoos and Rosé, Thirsty Thursday edition with M Madison and me, Blake. I almost like spoiled it from the get-go. Okay, I so know, you almost included her right in the fucking really intro. Was like, okay, okay. <laughs> welcome to the podcast! <laughs> um, okay, so special Thirsty Thursday edition, guys. We are back with another author spotlight. We have none other I'm than... so biased. <laughs> I, I don't know, if could you hear that? The Yes, yes. Oh, cool. It worked. That. Okay, drum roll. <laughs> um, I'm really excited that's work. Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, hey. Mark Taylor's <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm super biased. <laughs> Lark's my fave. So obviously, I'm just going to hype her up. <laughs> Guys, you can't see it, but a 20 pound, uh, like 20 pound note just came across. Oh yeah, like, yeah. You couldn't yeah. tell work is English, so I went with a. I'm really proud that I was like a pound. That, that, that was really good. That was on point. That was good. You know what? After the last, after the, what were we freaking talking about? Where it was like a book that I never realized was in England. As I was reading White Noise, I was like, "This is in England." I know it. <laughs> oh God, what book was that? That was, oh, it was oh, Den of Vipers. Den of Vipers. I Den of Vipers. Yes. In England, I'm English. I had no idea. I had no idea until recently. I feel so freaking yeah. vindicated right I literally now. Saw, I saw a Madison. thing about it. I was like, it can't, oh. no, I, I refuse to believe it. But no, yeah. So there you go. I'm with you. I'm with you. Thank I, you. I guess I knew from the very beginning because I ordered a signed copy and it came from the UK. Okay. <laughs> well, and I, mean, I remember the shipping. Cheating. That's cheating. You cheated. I remember the shipping costs. <laughs> shipping costs. Shipping cost I'm still angry. Um, yes. Okay. So I promised, um, Nicole Dykes that I would start off the episode with this. Okay. Oh. So first off, if you are not a part of Romance Larks, you need to get on it, get on Facebook, go to Romance Larks. You've got to do it. You've got to join because we need a thousand members so that we can get the best bonus scene ever written on the entire earth. So I'm How just letting everyone know. At? How close are you? We're uh, over 900 uh, now. Yeah. Oh, it's so Nicole's efforts. Oh, man. Don't mind me. I'm going to take a break real quick. I'm just going to go make uh, a couple uh, burner Facebook accounts. Yeah, right. Yeah, I need, I need to make a couple real quick. Just just real quick. Um, For those that have read, oh, my God. For those that have read Lark Taylor's original series, which one references SJM, and I talk about it all the time. Okay. Luck of the Devil is book four. And there is a reunion that needs to happen, a sexual reunion. So let's all get on it at the end I of chapter I love that you said 35. reunion and then we're like sexual You know reunion. what? I just needed to say it. I needed to say it. I needed to be very specific. Okay? And, and it needs to happen. to say this is 100% Mads' idea. She is the driving force behind this. She read it and was like, why don't I have I'm, this? Guys, I'm already getting the sense. I literally read it, and I said, as I was reading it, I was like, we need this. I feel as though at one point in this episode, I'm just going to have to check in with Lark to be like, blink twice if you're in danger. Like, is Madison holding you hostage from across the Atlantic oh, yes. somehow? The only way. Yes. I mean, all you have to yes, do is see Madison's messages when she wakes up in the morning to 75, where I've just listed everything and then gone, and good morning very much the other way around yes yes the good morning always comes last though so i see, see that first because i care <laughs> yeah it's she knows it's gonna be the one that you see first and she's yeah. like i gotta make that's sure good... she has a good morning 
Okay, anyway, we are we are here to talk about White Noise, which is Lark Taylor's most recent release. It's also the first contemporary romance. So, yes, we got to talk about that. Okay, so Rockstar Romance, contemporary, so delicious. Um, what made you, like, get into the contemporary so side of So, I originally wanted here? to start in contemporary. However, the couple of ideas I was bouncing around just weren't, weren't working for me. I think we all know now I am not destined to be a low angst, fluffy writer. And that's what my first, that's what my first few <laughs> contemporaries were. Um, Devil's Mark started with that line. There was a dead body in my bookshop again. And I just had this idea that a guy walks in and rather than being angry or worried, he's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Why? So that's that's the carpet. The carpet. The fucking carpet. (laughs) The fucking carpet. Um, So that that kind of took off um because I sort of dove into that world, the contemporary had to wait, but it was always always sort of burning there. And then over Christmas when I was taking time off and not writing, I got the idea for white noise. Um and that's when I that's when I just decided to do that. I thought I'll just, you know, give it a go, see what happens. And yeah, it kind of sprung from there again I had the idea that they'd be trapped in the lift together and the rock star would assume that Ollie would be all over him and Ollie's just like yeah no you're making my shit day all even shitter so thanks for that and that's that's where it kind of sprung from I, think I, I freaking would, love that if I was ever in an elevator with a rock star I think I'd really try and play it cool but like on the inside I'd be like oh my god oh my god oh my yeah. god oh my oh, god absolutely. oh my god you know what I mean okay. I feel like I would play the angle of like, oh, thank God I'm in here with you because like you're a rock star. People really care. So maybe we'll get rescued sooner. Like I'd play that angle, like the logical Mm -hmm. angle. But then in my head, I'd be like, you're so fucking hot. (laughs) Just whisper it in your head. Yeah. Like I'm like turned to the corner, like turned away, (laughs) but it's a reflective so they can read my lips as I'm like, you're so fucking hot. Like Smeagol Gollum style. Oh, wait a minute. I feel like that's kind of what Ali does, but he just doesn't understand why he feels that. He's like, he's so hot, but why? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be a standalone, but um <laughs> I don't like standalones. <laughs> Every character that walks in, I'm like, well, they have to be happy. And some of the ones I don't even want to be happy, like Lucifer. I love that. Then other people get involved and then Lucifer gets books and you know, it's just the way it goes. I'm so glad we're telling people about that now. Um, I am so excited for Lucifer. You know I'm a sucker for a villain romance. And I mean, it doesn't get much more villainous, to be honest. I can't even tell you how excited it is. Peak villain. No. Yeah. No, it really doesn't. I just picture, and it was it threw me off, because I just can't, is a... It's, I think his name's Tom Ellis, right? The yes! 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 So this picked- is what I said! This is what I said yesterday! I sent Lark a TikTok, and I was like, this is Lucifer. <laughs> but, like, eat meaner than the Netflix version. But then my problem is, is, like, he's, like, the dad, essentially, of the other well, characters. Well, apparently, like- bad news, he's already been taken for inspo. Yeah. So I based Cal on... Wait, who? Cal. I based him on the Tom Ellis from Lucifer. Oh. Oh, I think... oh wait. Okay, okay. No, I can see that, actually. Like, okay. I mean, a much bigger appreciation for Cal now, but... Oh, yeah. 
Okay, so I was messaging Lark on accident, totally, um, talking about Lucifer. Um, and Wait, I you acc- were messaging her on accident? Yeah, you know, just blowing up her phone about Lucifer. Um, oh, just, you okay. know, totally by accident, not on purpose. Right, um, right. Sure. And I accidentally, like, called him Hades in a message. And now I think there should be a Hades. I mean, there could be. I'm, there could be. I'm definitely loving the idea of his right-hand man. Listen, I'm <laughs> going to be writing in this universe for the next 20 years at this rate. <laughs> Great. Oh, good. So, I'll always have a job. This- yeah, I was going to say, we plan on having this podcast for a long time, too. So, Oh, we're going to be dead go. by the time we get through a <laughs> oh, throne of glass. So that'll be fine. Crescent City's just going to keep coming, all of them. We're just going to be like, do, 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 do. Okay, so back to White Noise, though. Okay, so oh. do, do you have a favorite part from White is Noise? The is it the elevator? But I don't know if it's the first elevator scene or the second elevator scene. The oh, second one. I love, I love oh. the second one where Luke has orchestrated right. it all and Ollie has no idea. Like, I love that, that little dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really like the scene where um, Luca thinks Ollie's not interested and he goes back to his hotel room and Ollie's sat there waiting for him being and arrogant. I loved that. That was like just so unexpected. I really enjoyed that. Pickpocketing and then when uh, Jack's at the door <laughs> so and, they're, and then like they lie to him but then as they're closing the door he's like okay Ollie won't steal from you again. Bye! And then Jack's like what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. But also because I keep seeing the TikToks lately when it was like I'm a pickpocket, all I kept hearing is the like Italian women on TikTok like where that they go, attenzione, pickpocket, pickpocket. They like call out the pick am I the only one on that side of TikTok? Yeah, I Never mind. Okay. I don't think I'm that one. I'm gonna shut up. I'm sorry, what side of TikTok is that? I just I randomly started getting these. It's like these this woman is she is in um I think Venice for the most part. And she goes to the local, like, tourist place. And it is, like, her personal, like, mission in life to shut down this pickpocketing ring. Mm. Because Italy is one of the worst ones for pickpocketing, especially Venice. I was there for six weeks. Trust me. Like, you, trust me. Um, And so she'll go and, like, where they're getting off the ferry from the airport and all of this. Like, all of the gondolas and all of those, like, places. uh, St. Marco's Square. All of it. And she'll, like, she knows them. So she'll literally go and just start screaming to everyone around them, like, hey, that's a pickpocket. And these people, like, give her these mean-ass looks and then run away. I'm like, lady, you're you're on a list. That's made a list. That is good. Yeah, she's she's a badass. I love that. Okay, so because Blake is really invested, we've got Luca and Ollie. Now, do you want to tell Blake um, who is next? I or? don't know if I want to, because I know what the reaction will be. So next <laughs> next up, we have Kai and Silas. <laughs> yeah, we have to wait for Arlo. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> Blake's, <laughs> Blake sent me a message this morning talking about how much she loves Arlo. Well, also, you can't just drop that little line in the epilogue of, like, since the thing with Arlo. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck happened to Arlo? I mean, in my defense. What's happening? You've, you've read The Reckless Damned, right? I, I do this. All my epilogues, I, I do like you do to it all the time. Drama. You do. I know, but, yeah. like. <laughs> some drama. <laughs> yeah, some. 
Thank you. Thank you. But I'm also, sorry I didn't have to say. say, like, it's not just for me. I really, like, Arlo definitely, like, mm-hmm. intrigues me, like, a lot. But yes. I really like Jack. <sighs> Jack is, I, from the get-go, I, I am a huge fan of Jack, too. So, like, honestly, I think, don't come for me, Mads. I think I like Jack more than Arlo, but I still really like Arlo. So, I'm even more, like, I need to know. There's definitely a lot more to Jack. Than, than you I know and a lot more to the story obviously than, than what's being told in white noise and that's all I'm gonna tell you <laughs> no kidding no kidding don't worry that. don't worry Blake I'm still waiting too so it's fine it's fine oh but as soon as you know you're going to hold it over my head like the little yes, bitch I am. you yes, are I am. okay so in white noise You've got Rockstar Romance, Forced Proximity, <laughs> By Awakening, Found Family. That's very yeah, good. I did yep. that from memory. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, yeah, green light. I know, I know. Green light, so what can we expect here, Lark? Pining. I think that is the key word for green light. Pining <sighs> and um men who oblivious men who refuse to see what is right in front of their eyes. I think that's kind of it nutshell there'll be a lot of frustrated noises but i feel like the payoff in the end is worth it um, it is it, oh my god it is by the way in the green light starts with kai and silas becoming friends as kids so you get to see their journey um oh. through before they kind of end up as these best friends with one obviously in love with the other you see how they get there which I I really that's something I really wanted to do I wanted to show their childhood and it's a it's definitely a much more of a British book than any of my others so um they both grow up in a council estate which is you Americans it's like government uh, government housing that they then lease at a much discounted rate so it does tend to be a lot of poorer families who live on there um and you kind of see how okay. we allu- I alluded to it slightly in white noise you know with Ollie talking about pickpocketing and Luke talking about how they all came from a, a poorer background but you really see that a lot more in green light um and it's definitely definitely a lot more British but in a good way in a fun way I like seeing what American readers tell me they have to google afterwards so you know that's always fun um yes <laughs> there there was some googling um in the reckless damn series i will say mm-hmm. on my part <laughs> yeah um but yes okay so that's wonderful um so green light uh side note i've read <laughs> blake um, and y'all, I could just tell you, it's so good, but let's get the tissues for the prologue. It starts out hard. <laughs> How hard? Oh, just get the tissues. Just grab them. It's so, it's like cute and sad at the same time. <laughs> I know. I know. It's I so emotional. for it to be emotional. <laughs> what does that mean? It's just emotional. You know, you get to see them as kids and it's emotional and they're going, you get to see what they're going through and things like that. And it's just like, oh God, dab the, dab the tears. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think what I love. Okay. So like one, Lark writes my favorite jokes. It's just true. But I love that this one, this one is a best friends to lovers that I can get behind. Because it's not just like the stereotypical, like, 
oh, we kissed. Now we're together forever. You know what I mean? Like they, I, they go through the ringer. They go through the ringer. I was going to say, because I'm, I'm very intrigued by the setup that kind of Silas have, because you kind of hit it right on the, like, I usually, and Maz knows this, I'm usually not a big friends to lovers. Right. Like, it has to have something. And this one is almost like, it's like, it's not friends to lovers for me. I haven't read it, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even just from White Noise, it's like there's, it's like there's a lot of mini steps in between. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm very much a fan of that. And I loathe, I loathe every time in White Noise, the guy was just like, oh. And so I was just like, do, 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 do. I was like, fuck you. Yep. Like, I was so many times. And I was like, oh, gosh. And then, like, hearing about how they are on stage and everything. And then Silas always is with somebody else. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, can I just can I just hug Kai? Okay, so I don't know. You, you're in Romance Arc, so you might have seen it. So, guys, if you're not in mm-hmm. it, you got to creep. You got to go through the Facebook. But... Lark just posted recently the um, uh, inspiration for Kai and oh, Silas. Yes. Wait, did I miss that? <laughs> Don't mind me. Don't mind me. Keep going. It is so goddamn hot. It is so hot. And it's like exactly yeah, how I picture Kai and Silas. It's to be Alex honest. Turner and no, Miles Turner and Alex from Arctic Monkeys. If you just search Miles. And Alex. I think it's Miles Kane and Alex Turner Arctic Monkeys on TikTok. Oh my god, you will be blessed with many videos. And that's exactly how I imagine Kai and Silas behaving on stage together. So I have to ask, did the TikTok inspire it or did you find it and then the TikTok just no, reignited the, the, the TikTok came first. Like which came first? I wanted to write. And also, I'm a huge Larry fan. So I was like, I love this idea of two bandmates being in a relationship as well. Um, But I also, I'm a huge Mm -hmm. sucker for friends to lovers. But again, not in a sense of, I I love friends to lovers where they've kind of always been in a relationship, but one of them just hasn't noticed. You know? Um, Yeah. A bit like, um, I want to say Dex and Trip in Beepop Boys. (laughs) <laughs> Blake's face right now, guys. <laughs> Jaw dropped. <laughs> Jaw dropped. It's right. Oh, no, it's when he lets go of the guitar <laughs> just because he's like lost himself. Those two men have explored each other's mm-hmm. bodies. I refuse. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't believe otherwise. <laughs> Blake's face. Right. <laughs> I'm on my third watch there. So guys, I mean, oh. if you're looking for something interesting to watch, you gotta you gotta hit up this TikTok. To be honest, uh, the way my mouth just just dropped again, um, this just made me think of it uh, because of the rock star. I saw Blink One Eighty Two in Nashville this past Sunday, and their oh, first off, Tom could still get it. Come at me if you want. Um, their opening band with one of uh, one of them was Turnstile. Uh huh. And. I love rock star romances anyways. Mads knows this. Like, it's, it's one of my. <laughs> the drummer came out just no shirt, already kind of sweaty, giant ripply muscle. And they kept having like, you know, like they like have the big screen of just him playing. And he was an incredible drummer. 
I'm pretty sure Ian like took pictures because I was literally just like I was I was like leaning forward just like like I'm pretty sure I drooled and like that is the same Ian what a good man taking photos of for you while you drool I know right he was probably like holding it hostage for when I'm a brat he's gonna be like I didn't say shit when this happened let me go Oh, that's... Smart. But the thing is, is the last time I drooled at a concert was Taylor Swift during Vigilante shit at Eras Tour, and he was right next to me doing the I mean, same thing. I who doesn't so, like... drool during her doing Vigilante shit? I mean, honestly. Right? <sighs> Fucking hell, man. I thought I was ready from TikTok, and I wasn't. Just <laughs> well, saying. Well, I got waitlisted. I got waitlisted for tickets, <laughs> but like, so TikTok is my only option. You'll get them. You'll get, I, I'm manifesting it. To. They're gonna add more shows. You'll be good. They're gonna add more shows. There's no way they don't. There's no way I'm manifesting that for you. But also, though, like, <laughs> that inspo. You're telling me that's yes. what they do every time on stage? And, and Silas, Silas is like, is hey, just I'm like, going to oh. go sleep with some girl now. Bye. Without realizing. That yeah. gives me yeah. physical pain. Yeah. So yep. without giving anything away, things escalate and drama ensues. Um, <laughs> it's not, thank God. <laughs> So, like, this is a good question that I had because I'm just, I'd be okay with it if I was in the pit especially. Because, like, at one point, like, towards the end when Luke was on stage, he has, like, the faux leather pants, right? And, like, Kai especially with he's, like, up there all up on Silas and Silas is up on him. I've never thought about the fact that sometimes it must be really inconvenient to have a dick. Yes. Like, to get, (laughs) like, sorry. Well, I, I, okay, to be more eloquent. Like, um... Like, if they get aroused on stage. Kai is very... Like, you know? Dude, that's why Ollie's all horny as, like, Luca's, like, doing his little, like, dance on stage for him. Also, His little strip tease. Oh, my God. That entire... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, like, I just... There were, like, multiple times in the book, because I'm sitting there (laughs) reading it, and I'm like, oh, my God, is it hot in here? (laughs) Sweating. But I'm like, what are... Like, ah, that would be so... But, like, also hot. Like, if I'm in the pit and I look up, like, it'd be like Harry Styles on stage hard. Are you shitting me? I'd pass out. <laughs> I did rewatch the TikToks. Because <laughs> you know everyone got it. But you know what I mean? Like, that would be, that is some willpower right there. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. And, guys, if, if you have not read White Noise yet, trust me, read it. And there are multiple times, now that I said this, you're going to read it and be like, Oh yeah, they're definitely turned oh, on yeah. as fuck right Kai now. Kai is doing very great. grateful yeah. that he has a guitar. Let's just put it that way, especially in book two. Like that guitar comes in really oh. handy for him. Yeah, this is very yeah. true. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um. Okay, but now I have to ask because I feel like you know we're talking caffeine daydreams. We talked a little white noise. We're definitely hyping up the green light. Now, what can you tell us, if anything, about Arlo? <laughs> How long have you been sitting in your mind being like, just wait, just wait. Since we scheduled this podcast. Okay, Okay, I was just checking. I was just checking. I kind of figured it was uh, a long time. I can't tell you a lot. But what I can tell you is similar to Greenlight, you are going to get like a before and after of their relationship. So you're going to see... You need Thank God we You're need the before. What happens in the mm-hmm. lead up to that meeting that you see in White Noise, where Jack is removed as Arlo's bodyguard. Uh-huh. You're going to understand why that happened. Okay. You're going to okay. do some Kevin hating. You know, that's Kevin's a cunt. Kevin's a cunt. Um, Kevin. And then, yeah, there is going to be a small hint that's going to be dropped in Green Light as to where Book Three is going. 
but I am not going to resolve what you're told in the epilogue. Sorry. Okay, I shall prepare myself for death now. Not to be too harsh, but I feel like that sorry wasn't really, like, sincere. That was not. That was not a meaningful sorry. That was an entertained, like, haha, fuck you two. This is what she does I don't know why I have the reputation that I do. I really, I don't know what I've done to earn it. (laughs) Um, okay, I love that. So, Arlo, I mean, obviously, bodyguard. I mean, just bodyguard romance. The drummer. It's the drum. It's a drummer for me. The drummers. The drummers are so hot. The drummers are so hot. They'll be. It's always the drummers. They'll be forced. Forced proximity as well, because that's kind of a thing for this series. Book two's got forced proximity too. So yes, it does. And let me tell you, as someone who has read the forced proximity in book two, it is. It will light you on fire. Like. It if will you remind you on me fire. one more time that you've read Green Light and I haven't, <laughs> I swear to Christ. I'm sorry, but it's... <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I get it from Lord, damn it. Um, she's not good at that. She literally yelled at me earlier this week about something that I had already messaged her about. She wasn't caught up on messages. She doesn't breathe. Okay, she goes for I anger. Forgot. I I'm forgot. not letting it go. I'm not letting it go. I forgot. Oops. Um. Okay, so caffeine daydreams, contemporary, blah blah blah. What do you have planned for the future? <laughs> well, we already went over it. I didn't feel like I needed to go over it again. What What is Lark's um, plan for the of future? Contemporary or just generally writing? Let's you know what? Generally. We so could go generally. My next release is my first book in Damned Connections, which is a series of standalone books that are spinning off from characters you've met in The Reckless Damned. So book one is about Ferry. It's called Patience. And my God, has Ferry had patience. Grab the tissues now. I mean, I I know I've got a reputation for making readers cry, but I'm fully going out there and saying it's the saddest thing I've written, that prologue. That prologue was brutal. That prologue is the saddest thing I've ever read in my entire life. It's it's the least. (laughs) But like... It's, it's so, so perfect, perfect and it's for them. So it's great. So Ferry is, is the river, the guy who takes the souls over the river sticks into hell, and it's his story about finding love on Earth. Um, the other books in that series will follow a very asshole vampire assassin, and just the small who I'm really He's hoping is written in book two. My head, so. Um, and he's got like the most sunshiny character. You know, you see these TikToks where it's like, who stopped him smiling? I will kill them. That's basically their entire vibe. Um, it's, it's very grumpy. Very I like that vibe. And it's so good. Um, Lucifer will possibly be in that series. I say possibly and Mads is glaring. Uh, Lucifer will definitely because I oh, will make and it then, happen. Um, after that will be the angels. So the an- angelic unit that you meet in Luck of the Devil. It will be all of their stories. Um, starting with Mika mm. and Knox, who had a brief moment Ooh. of I fucking hate you and then they walked away from each other. So that's that's going to be their whole vibe. Enemies to lovers, hate sex. Um... Honestly, any vibe that Lark Taylor wants to write is good. I haven't heard of one. I'm here for it. I'm probably going to write a whole bodyguard series. 
that's going to spin directly off from Captain <laughs> Daydreams. Um, and one of the characters who is probably going to be a poly MMM romance, Mads has met in Green Light and is very much here for this. Um, oh. um I am here for poly MMMM all the yes. time. All so the he time. He might kick off the series. He is a bratty film star who's actually just using it to mask his crippling anxiety issues. Who just needs to be loved on. Yeah. I feel that. So those are my those are my immediate plans. Um, as Mads will tell you, my plans evolve on a daily basis into more projects that I do not have time to write. But you know, we'll we find a way. Yep. So I feel so that. Many. So many. Um, real talk though, Blakey. Yes. Um, if you want to read some of Greenlight, Lark has a Patreon. <laughs> Well. And I have definitely joined because I'm a Lark Taylor stan. And um, you can both get a look at Greenlight and Patience. Because I know we have a lot of readers who obsessed over the Reckless Damned when we did it for book club. Oh, yeah. So I'm just saying you want to read some There's of, a lot patience. of patience. on there. It's there. Well, if you're going to twist my arm, I might as well. It's right there. It's so good. Um, okay, now, also important to note, Lark Taylor is an SJM fan. And for those that haven't read Devil's Mark, book one of the Reckless Dam series, SJM, there's a little line that's mentioned that has a little SJM flair. Uh-huh. So, Lark, we have to know. Who is okay, your so favorite character? Damn, coming in heavy. Like, I told her I was going to do it, though. I told her I was going to do it. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So she prepared. Because I was just thinking about my answer. And I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. I'm pretty happy. Okay, now I want to kill myself. Why did I even prepare <laughs> so you? I'm going with a lead. Because she comes in feeling like she's not got any power. And then by the end of it, she's just got all these powerful, awesome people whipped they're like, yeah, I will destroy you for her. And I just, I fucking love that vibe. Like, just go. She's got Lorcan, Manon, Aelin, all of them just willing to do her bidding. And also, she just rode into yeah. the wall of water to pull Lork now and refused to let him throw himself off course. She's badass. Like, she's so underrated and I love her. Although, and Mads, you know how I feel about this. I am so angry that we got copped out of that sex scene where she said, teach me everything. And it said, he did. Uh, I will never, like, honestly, I don't think I'll ever, ever that was forgive not her. the time to fade to black. That, that was not the time. I've just, no. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. I actually love that answer because I don't think like a lot of people go directly to like the main mm. character. So I kind of love that. Yeah. Well, she's just like, I don't know how to like explain. It's mm, she grows on oh, you. Character so growth much. is so like, much it's, there. it's insane. But like, I not just like on you, but like watching yes. her confidence just, I, I'm really hoping look. that's kind of where they're taking Elaine. I need Elaine to have some oh, character yeah. growth. I just, 
I am just hoping they are not going to pair her off with Tamlin. Like, I feel like Tamlin, she's setting him up for a redemption arc. And I I don't know if I'm here for it. No, we've got plans for Tamlin. Yeah, we- Okay, Lark, Lark, here we go. Let's let's test this theory out on Lark. Because I don't know if she's listened to it. um, Because we mention it in the most random episodes. I'm ready. Are you ready? Literally just at random we say this. Are you ready? Okay. We have- Tamlin and Eris. Now that right, okay. Right, right, right. I could be on board with that. I could be fully on board with that. Yes. Think of the tension. Thank you. Once you hear it, you can't not. I would. I really would also love SJM to write a queer coded main character who gets the love story. Like, because at the moment they're all sidelined, like more um Adian, I'd really like something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really think we might be getting a more... I think, I've said it before, I really think she is, the way she's handling it, I think more will be a main focus of an upcoming book. She might mm-hmm. not be the sole point of view. You know how we got, like, Nesta and Cassian's point of view? Even though they were together, so it was, like, their story. I think... It'll be more Throne be, of yeah. Glassy, where there's, like, yeah. lots. Yeah, I think, like, almost, at, at the very least, almost like Manon. I really want the Tamlin Eris thing because like one Eris doesn't have to be in charge of the autumn court yeah. but like he wants to be a leader right mm-hmm. and like Tamlin is definitely floundering so I feel like Eris yeah. could like take that like over he'd take over in the bedroom as well and I'm very much here for this oh my god same same yeah. same and I said same. it I literally just said it on an episode that we recorded Tamlin oh, is a 100%. sub. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. He just doesn't 100%. know it. We just did a kinky SJM <laughs> series where we decided all of the SJM characters and their different kinks. I love that. That's yep. brilliant. Yes. Um, but I just, I think they're just, I want Tamlin to get the redemption arc. I know she's building to it. But I just want it to be different yeah. than what we've already gotten. Absolutely. She is good with the plot twists. I just... I'm ready mm-hmm. for some more. I'm ready for some big plot twists. But then I haven't read Crescent City 2, so... I know, but I have I have <gasps> seen the plot twist. Sorry. I'm sorry, that was aggressive. Okay, I need Bloomsbury to get their fucking shit together. Because I'd yes. like a little more smut. Yeah, plot's cool. I would cool. like not Plot's five... cool, but let's get some smut. I would like to not have that many freaking special editions. Oh. Just sell a separate... I will pay you $20 yeah. if you put them I on the novella. Lark, yeah, did you see this? That's, it's just ridiculous. I didn't get the Walmart one today. The Walmart one, we're recording... Well, this is dropping today anyway. So yes, today. Um, I didn't do the Walmart one that dropped. One, because they put permanent sticker thingies on their... <gasps> no! Yes, they do. And I... Ian, like, was like, well, but you take the dust jackets off. And I was like, I don't <laughs> care. Like, I'm not doing that. But, like, I did... I did get Barnes & Noble and BAM. I think those are the only two I'm going to get, because they're the digitally signed. And then... I might get the tour edition. I did not order any of them. That doesn't surprise me. Yet. (laughs) Well, you'll probably just do the tour, though. You tend to just do the tour. Yeah. Well, ironically, I have a house of... 
uh, whatever the most recent one was. You have Sky and Breath Tour Edition. Crescent 2? Uh, Sky and Breath, yes, I have not. four copies yeah. of a book that's like, eh. In my Wait, mind. do you have the tour? You have the tour edition of Silver Flames. I don't. I realized yesterday I don't. I do have the tour edition of I'm Silver Flames. I'm about to just have, buy that from you. I have the you. tour edition or of steal it. Crescent oh. City 1, but I didn't actually get to go to the tour because it was... <gasps> You yeah. have the tour edition of City One. That shit's going to be cancelled because of COVID. So I got it, and then I didn't actually get to go see her. Yeah. Oh my God, Lark! Wow, I'll you just made you everyone money. You just made everyone on this podcast jealous Literally, right now. Collectively, all of the listeners right now are like, <laughs> they're gonna hit up Lark Taylor. I need it. <laughs> I'll pay you so much money. Um, that's fucking awesome. That's crazy. Um, I like, think you cannot find those anywhere. And if you do, they're literally like 15 to 1500 to 200, uh, 2000 on. It's eBay. like the Cassandra Claire, like shadow, whatever ones. Oh, I found a listing of those for eBay. I found all three of those for $200 on eBay. I almost did it. So early on. Um, so the copies just went. Yeah. Yeah. But because we, we bought tickets, we'd signed up for it. Um, ironically, we were actually like, why is she cancelling? COVID isn't a problem. And then... <laughs> and then it was a problem. And then it was a problem. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I love that. I, um, yeah, I think I've decided because I own way too many copies of Crescent City. Let's be real. I just own too many. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go hard in the paint for Akatar mm-hmm. series books. Um... That's because fair. on the whole, I like them better. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm a whore for Crescent City through and through. Yeah, we know that. I'm about but to sit ye. through a very long episode. Oh, you say sit through as if on Sunday you're not going to be entertained as fuck by me because you love me and find me hilarious. This is true. And I can also shit okay, on Okay, well, people. I'm like massively into the throne of glass. So I'll just go sit in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, Blakey has some theories that they're going to intertwine some Throne of Glass. I would I would love that. I would love that because so much is left not completely tied up at the end of the, of the final book. And... I would really enjoy um, a Throne of Glass tie-in where we actually got the scene from Lorcan. No, you know what I need to see? Yes. I need to see what Dorian That's and Renata are up to. That's what oh, I that need. Too. I need to know. Give me that shit. That absolutely heartbreaking art of Manon and A. Oh, no. I don't want to talk so about that one. <laughs> yes. Uh, of, his, uh, yes. of his tomb? Okay. Fuck. In my head, so I've told Madison this, and she's like, okay, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's ever, like, acknowledged one way or the other. I feel that because Dorian has raw magic... And, like, as much as Eowyn almost did, well, did, I think, I think he's immortal. I think he does have, or at least a very long life. I'm just, it's in my head. That's my headcanon. And, like, anybody can try to take it away from me. That's fine, but you're wrong. This is is now what I believe. Please join me in my uh, delusion. Just calm. (laughs) It's happy here. (laughs) Um, I don't, I, sort of. I liked Throne of Glass. There needed to be more sex. Yeah, there that was definitely no smut. You liked it more when you first read it, and then you've evolved more to want more smut. So I think going back, you're realizing like it would have been so much better with the smut for you. Does that make sense? Okay, but let's ask Lark her opinion on this. Oh, uh, speaking of Throne of Glass, 
the yes. sex scene on the sand. Does that just, I mean, so that's terrible. just terrible, right? Yes. Like you waited so long yes. to go fuck on the sand. Not to mention the reason you waited was because you didn't want to be like anyone around or anyone hearing or seeing. So you just in public sense. on the beach. Yeah. Okay. No. Cool. And I mean, I've read a lot of bad sex. <laughs> I've written some bad sex. Um, but yeah, it's it didn't, I feel like that was the one thing letting down throne of glass generally i mean manon and dorian sort of clawed it back a little Mm -hmm. bit on the smutty front but not enough not enough they did that's what i want to see what what's up because and i don't like happily for nows and that felt like a happily for now what happened with them it did it did yeah I think I think we're gonna get it because, like, you know, I think uh, I she's think if building we get to it, that. Yeah, but it's gonna come at a cost. One of the one. If of they course, it's it, gonna come at oh, a cost. If they're in it and we get like some happy ever afters that we someone's gonna her, die next. One's dying. Somebody's yeah. dying. Someone's dead. I don't know. I'd never kill a character. So. <laughs> right. Um, that will just be left unsaid. <laughs> um, anywho, I love that. Um, Lark, anything else you want to share I don't know. with the class? I feel like I need to tell people that, um, Ferry's love interest is a firefighter. That's something everyone needs to know. So yes. but most very, one of the most powerful demons who controls fire in love with a straight <laughs> firefighter. I think that's all I wanted to share. Yeah, just go write that that's down. That's all I needed. Just go write Find that down. Me up. Um but yes. Um so Lark has so many books coming up. Let me see. Okay. Fairy, August 31st. It's patience, but I call it Fairy's book because it's fairy. Of course you do. Um and then Ooh, green light is October. October. Yes. Hold on. I can't determine if it's 17th or 31st. (laughs) Oh my God. That was terrible. October 12th. I tried so hard. I tried so hard. But it's embarrassing for you. To be fair, I'm just now promoting it. It's new to my roster. So this is a a whole new date. I did. You did. You did. Okay. So you know what? This one, that's okay. Mark can be nice to you. I still hold that it's embarrassing. Um, one, everyone go follow Lark Taylor author on Instagram. Then if you just go pop into her links, you'll see romance Larks. And I think you should join that little group on Facebook, um, for very selfish reasons. Um, if you're looking for demon smut, the reckless dam, that's where it's at and you got to do it. Um, and then if you're looking for, you know, some contemporary rock star hotness, white noise. Oh, yes, please. And then just order the paperback because oh, I formatted it's, it's it and it's great. It's literally my favorite thing ever. I just, people keep coming to my house and I'm like, have you seen this paperback? Look how pretty it is. No, no, you don't have to read it. Don't read it. Just look. Look how pretty. Look at it. Just look at it. Just look. <laughs> um. So yeah, do all of the following for Lark Taylor and also hop into her DMs about SJM because she'll just chat about it. Um. But do that when she's not writing me great things to read. Mads is right, very right. strict. Mads keeps me on the schedule. Yes. She yells at me. 
Girl, you uh, have to tell clearly me. Clearly, I keep her on a schedule because I distracted her with the SJM questions earlier. Decision. So it was. I love a lead, though. I like that you did that. I really like that you that a lead is your favorite. Like that's yeah. I feel justified. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> that's nice. Um. Okay, okay. so this is dropping today. Thursday, Dang. July 20th. Um, so this is, we've, it's been a minute since we've done like same day. I feel like we're like on top of our shit. Um, so, or I guess, yeah, we'll go with that. Um, okay. So with that, um, for Patreon, uh, book club is this Sunday at eight. And Mads needs to read fourth wing still, but I've got You're three days. You, you can read it easily in three days, honestly. Um, it's at 8 p.m. Eastern, question mark, might be 7. Uh, Patreon, just check, check in the Discord, that's my bad. Um, and then Sunday, as Mads has alluded to, we will be back with a, um, it's not Silver Flames, it'll be a deep dive into the cover, theories, all kinds of shit. Uh, just a discussion of the latest on, uh, Flame and Shadow. Uh, so, you know, I'm be prepared. So Shut up, Madison. Um, I think that's all. Did we have anything else? I don't think so. I don't think so. That's it. Okay, you leaned forward, so it was like you were sorry. Oh. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're I mean, allowed to. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. That was a bad. That, that was a bad tone. I'm sorry. Okay. So with that, guys, uh, we hope you have a great rest of your week. And as always, XOXO, the cadre. Bye. Bye.